0: Howdy, and welcome back to the Better Living for Texans podcast. In a recent episode, we learned a few key tips to growing a successful vegetable garden. But have you ever wondered what to do when you grow more fruits or vegetables than you or your family can eat? After all the effort of growing and maintaining a garden, the last thing you want to do is let the produce you've grown go to waste. So today, we are answering the question, how do you preserve the produce from your garden? Or in other words, how can you make it last longer? To answer this question, we have Better Living for Texans extension agent, Andrea Torres Barragon as a guest today. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for being on the Better Living for Texans podcast today. Before we get started into the topic, will you give an introduction of your role with the Better Living for Texans program?
1: Hi, Hannah. Good morning. Yes. um, I'm the BLT Extension Agent in Hidalgo County. Uh, We are located in the deep South Texas area, the Mm -hmm. Rio Grande Valley. So um, um, my focus is on gardening. So I teach all the gardening programs for adults and for kids.
0: Awesome, and I'm sure with the warm climate, you're probably busy all year round with gardens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so today I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, preserving the food from the garden. So, or in other words, keeping those fruits and vegetables we grow last longer. Um, and so to but to start out, the first question I have for you is what, what are the benefits of preserving the the food we grow in our gardens? Why, why should someone learn how to do that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question, you know. Um, in general, when we to, when we talk about food preservation, we meet saving your food from a spoilage. So you don't want your your food to go to waste, you know. Uh, you work really hard in your garden or earning your money to buy your food, and you don't want the the food to go to to waste. So um, when when we are talking about food preservation, there is a a lot of benefits. Uh, one of the benefits is that. Well, the first one is that you are going to be saving a lot of money because you are going to be having uh, fresh fruit for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, if you don't have a garden, you can buy fruits and vegetables from the season. Uh, Usually they are cheaper and they are going to be fresh. And then you can preserve them the same for for a long period of time. So uh, that's another uh, good benefit. And um, the last one that I think right now is that, well, sometimes when you go to the store to buy fruits and vegetables, um, you can either buy it fresh or already preserved, you know, canned or uh, jams, jellies, all those things. Yeah, frozen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frozen, different different ways, you know. But sometimes you have a special needs. Uh, let's say you, you have diabetes. Uh-huh. And you really like jams, so you are very limited in the, in the market. There is not a lot of option for you. Mm-hmm. But if you do your own jams at home, you can do the, the, the jam uh, without added sugar. Oh, so yeah. that's another benefit that you can um, you can do your own preserves uh, either fruits or vegetables adapted to your own needs or you, even your taste you know because maybe you don't like a lot of salt or you don't like a lot of sugar um,
0: yeah.
1: all those things are, are really good because I know people um, people like to do uh, the, 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 the preserves, uh, according to their own needs or taste. So that's another benefit that, that you can, um, you can have from preserving your own food at home.
0: Yeah. And that's such a good point. Um, I, I like how you mentioned, you know, um, kind of the point is to, to avoid waste. Um, cause I think everyone's experienced either garden, you know, vegetables from their garden or from the store, just shriveling up in their fridge or on their counter. So you don't want that to happen because mm-hmm. that's not just a waste of money, but a waste of the effort maybe you use to grow the garden and plus it lasts longer. So that's good. Um, if you can have, you know, fresh vegetables in the winter time. And then I think it's, um, that's, a the ability to personalize the um, the flavors, I think that's a really good point. Maybe, you know, using less sugar or less salt or maybe using some herbs or seasonings to can a certain fruit or, or probably vegetable. I think that's, um, those are some excellent benefits for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, um, you know, you've convinced me, um, but now I guess the question is what methods can be used to preserve the produce we grow in our gardens, or what methods do you teach people?
1: Well, um, you know, fruit preservation has been practiced since all times. So there is a lot of different methods that you can use. Mm. Um, the most common that we usually use at home is, uh, you know, refrigeration and, <laughs> and freezing, you know, all those are methods to, to preserve your food. But also pickling, you know, uh, dehydrating and canning are very common methods and those are methods that we use in our preserving the harvest uh, classes. Um, When you are pickling, you are using salt and vinegar to preserve your your produce. When you dehydrate, um, you take out all the water from your food, so microorganisms are not gonna be able to grow on them. And also, when you when you canning, you usually sterilize your food. You know, you either use boiling water or a pressure canner. Um, yeah. You you use the the heat and the pressure to seal and to sterilize your your products. Um, and they can last for years. You know, if you do it well, uh, they can last yeah. for years. So you can preserve all kind of fruits, um, vegetables, even meat, seafood, eggs anything, you know, it's it's not, we are talking here about uh, garden products, but really you can, you can preserve a lot of different things.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is putting something in the freezer, but I mean, that's just one of many, like you said, pickling, dehydrating, canning. Um, Those are all just different ways to do it. Uh, Is there one that, is there, do you have a favorite of those?
1: (laughs) Well, I really like uh, pickle products. I like for some reason I like vinegar flavor <laughs> <laughs> hey, me too I do all those I, I do my own preserves at home you know I mm. have a little garden at home and I always I'm trying to I, I harvest a lot so yeah. sometimes I give away to friends and family but uh, some mm. other times I also do my own picklings and honestly they last for almost a year um uh, there is a lot that you can do there is a lot that you can say from 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 that you have a garden but pickling mm-hmm. uh, vinegar and salt is is my favorite <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds good to me Well, and i think you know being able to just pull that off the shelf um months after it was grown or purchased from the store i mean that's really convenient and i think it's also um provides some satisfaction of like hey i I made this food last for so long. And I don't know. I think that's kind of cool, but um, yeah, yeah. we have the ability, to, ability to do that. Yeah. Um, so uh, and you sort of, I think you kind of alluded to it, but I also wanted to talk to you about um, food safety and how to practice good food safety when you're preserving produce um, from the garden or, you know, maybe just from something you bought at the store. Mm-hmm. what tips do you have um, for food safety well um, uh, fruit
1: preservation is we need to follow the same rules you know as every day cooking um, we need to be a little bit more careful uh, as always to start with a um, very clean area you know you can even sanitize it you you know right now with the pandemic we already know how to use uh, different <laughs> products to to different products like vinegar or bleach to sanitize our our kitchen or everything you know at home so that's a good idea to to start with a very clean area Um, even better if you sanitize it Um, of course your kitchen tools all of them need to be very clean Uh, if possible also sanitize it because you know your goal is to preserve your your food for from for longer periods of time so you don't want to contaminate your food with your tools or or with your area that you are working with. Yeah. So um, we always recommend, uh, especially from pickling, to use uh, plastic or silicone or wood uh, tools in the kitchen because uh, metal can react with the vinegar. You know, mm. but um, all the utensils needs to be need to be clean, of course. And also, because we are, especially when you are doing canning and pickling, you are going to be using the boiling water or pressure canner. So Mm -hmm. those things are going to be really, really hot. (laughs) So you need to be very cautious um, when handling the jars and putting inside of the water or taking them out. Um, Those are precautions that you need to have and you can buy you know they sell the little kits for canning they have like the special uh, jar, jar lifter or lid lifter and different mm-hmm. tools that you can use for canning and you can buy the little kids they are not very expensive but um, it's very important because as I said before uh, your goal is to make your food way well, long for excuse me um, last for long and yeah. you don't want to contaminate it in your own kitchen you know
0: <laughs> yeah right what a bummer that would be
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> put all that work into it and then you know maybe it's you know moldy or stinky or something yeah, when you open yeah, it up yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly so yeah so sanitize um your area and your tools I uh, think you gave some good tips about like um what kind of material to use Um, that's you know that's good information to have and um, certainly, uh, being careful with those hot, those hot yeah. items. Um, that's something that I can think of when I picture people, um, canning or using a pressure cooker or those pressure cookers to, um, do this preservation. It just seems like, you know, it's, you know, boiling. So you gotta be really careful,
1: yeah.
0: but yeah, yeah. Excellent. Great information that you've given, um, any other thoughts, um, related to preserving the food you've grown in your garden um before we we close well i just want to recommend
1: to everybody who is interested you know in this in learning all these things um we have uh, our class that is called preserving the harvest you know uh also, everything is based uh, from the National Center for Home Food Preservation. I always use all my recipes from the National Center for Home Food Preservation. Uh, you can go there, there is a lot of handouts with bunch, tons of recipes, you know? How uh, to do canning, how to do this, how to do that. It, it's, it's very important if you are interested in these things or you can... Uh, get a lot of very good information from the National Center for Home Food Preservation.
0: Awesome, fantastic. Well, that's um, that's a really helpful research, resource, National Center for Home Food Preservation um, that anyone can access. Um, and then kind of as you mentioned, um, I just encourage listeners to, um, and I've said this before, get in contact with your county extension office and see if there's an agent who can share some of this material with you so that you can learn this um, the skill because it's not it's not something that you can just kind of do on your own you do have to do some learning on how to um, properly preserve but
1: there are some tips you know uh, sometimes following the recipe from the paper uh, in my classes I share always the recipes from the National Center for Home Food Preservation and people have a lot of questions because it's not the same you know so if yeah. you can take a class, it's, it's much, much better.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's nice to have that, um, that visual or hands-on experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. This has been really helpful information that you've provided. Uh, so thanks. And thanks for all of our listeners for tuning in today. Make sure you come back next week for another episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. That wraps it up for today's episode. Check us out on facebook.com slash betterlivingfortexans and on Instagram and Twitter at Better Texans. We will see you next week. The USDA is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.